This is the Maxing You Podcast. Maxing You Podcast. Where dating extraordinaire, fitness expert, and former Miss Marilyn talks all things self-growth and relationship elevation. She's got you covered on mindfulness, fitness, nutrition, relationships, and self-care. You got a girl that could finally do it all. Your one place to listen to for all the things that matter. Now, here's your host, Coach T. Welcome back, friends, to the Maxing You podcast. We're so excited that you're here with us today, and we are diving in to a juicier topic. We like to talk about juicy topics. And so, you know, we are a uh, relationship and self-care-centric podcast. And so today we're going to be talking about the dating trends of 2022 um, as defined by many industry experts, matchmakers, Um, dating apps, you name it. Uh, So here are the trends and here's what people are talking about. You know, it's really interesting. Every year, you know, there are trends in fashion, there's trends in food, there's trends in fitness. And what's really interesting is that that is the same thing that happens in the dating market. There are always trends. So people don't just pop up in the new year and say, hey, we're going to date the same. Most people find themselves, the singles, are a bit frustrated by not having found the quality of the person that they were looking for, that yet another year they remain single. So they say, hey, let's change it up. Let's figure out what's different. And a lot of times people are becoming single for the very first time um, in the new year. And so they want to do something different than they've done before. And so here we are. So the first one is dry dating. So it's been really interesting. We've been in this pandemic for, I don't know, a long time now, over two years, right? And so as when we all bunkered down and we got into the pandemic um, some two years ago, there was a lot of drinking that was happening um, in people's homes, right? So people were just sort of solo drinking, drinking with um, their COVID mates, that sort of thing. And so now it's like, well, hey, two years of this type of drinking, you know, because you can't go out anywhere in some places, you know, that's got to end. And so a lot of people are saying, you know, I don't want to be in a relationship where I'm drinking a lot, they're drinking a lot, and that becomes our norm. Hey, we know this is not super healthy. Uh, So how about dry dating? So this idea of going out on dates where neither party is partaking in um, alcohol. And what's really interesting, I thought that was interesting, is they say that 34% of global daters are now more likely to to consider going on a dry date now than they were pre-pandemic. And they said 29% of Americans surveyed believe that, you know, the societal norms around drinking and dating are shifting. So that's really interesting. I know that I found that um, when I wasn't drinking or what I'm not drinking, it's really weird to sort of be out with people because they make it kind of weird that you don't want to drink and that they want to drink. And I think that was always something um, and dating that I um, kind of avoided because it was a bit uncomfortable because nobody else was being sober. Uh, but hey, really interesting that that's a trend that's coming to the forefront of 2022. So now it'll be interesting. Where are people going out? Will you be going to a restaurant and having a non-alcoholic beverage? Will you be avoiding restaurants and bars? What will you be doing? That's really interesting, especially because so many people do meet people at bars. Not a lot of people want to say that they do that, right? But they do meet people in these social outings that involve um, drinking, just because that's what is happening at the establishment. So where are people going to be meeting people now? 
Um, so I don't know. Are there a lot of park dates uh, in the future or movie dates or, or what's up with that? That'll be really nice uh, to, to figure out. And then there's also this idea that, you know, the coffee dates are going to replace the alcohol dates, right? So the alcoholic beverage drinking dates will be replaced by coffee dates. So that's interesting. Now, the next trend is called hezy dating. So this idea that people don't really know how they feel about dating. They're a bit unsure if they want to date seriously, if they want to date casually. They don't know where they are, and so they're sort of dropping in and out of relationships. They're going on dates when they feel like they you know, want to go out, but they're not necessarily on the dating circuit, so to speak. I think it's really interesting that this is a trend because hasn't that been what it's always been, right? People just kind of go out when they want to go out. You get on the app when you want to get on the app. Um, you, you know, ask your friends for connection when you actually want to start being out there again, but it's not like an official thing. Um, so that's really interesting that they're making it like it's a trend. Um, but what's really nice is if people felt the pressure, you know, when they go out on dates, if they did feel the pressure of feeling like, hey, this has got to be serious. I want to be here for sure. This is what I want to do. And that pressure has kept them back from entering the dating market, that I'm really excited that this whole hezy dating trend will allow people to feel more comfortable, to just sort of put themselves out there, be out there and do the thing. So I actually made a TikTok yesterday and it was really funny. Um, and it said, you know, basically the people who I really can't stand are all of the single people who are saying that, you know, they want to be in a relationship, but they never put themselves out there. So if the fear of putting yourself out there was that someone was going to try to trap you in a long-term relationship that you didn't want to be in. Well, hezy dating is here for you. Um, cause I think everybody should be putting themselves out there. Uh, the next is the trend of more dating apps being created for people of all ages. And so there's this new thing called like silver singles and our time and senior match and this whole thing. Um, but doesn't, you know, really mean anything for the younger generation. Um, but this idea that dating apps are going to be revamping, um, they're revamping, you know, sort of the way that they're going to be getting new people back on the apps is a trend that's supposed to be coming up. So instead of you getting on an app where you see a lot of the same faces that you matched with, you know, a few months ago and a couple years ago, that they will be attracting new people, right, who will be, you know, potentially a better match for you than the previous. Now, the fourth trend is this proud singlehood trend, this rise in, you know, people being proud of being single. Instead of feeling like they've got to be in a relationship to have some sort of status or authority, this idea that it's okay. So we, we remember back in, uh, I don't know, when was it? Like the early 2000s when there was this whole conscious uncoupling and people were making it sort of like a okay or cooler thing that, People were breaking up and it was all good. It didn't have to be this hateful thing. Uh, well, that's similar to what people are doing now with this sort of single, um, you know, this proud singlehood idea. And I think that's nice. Of course, over here at Maxing You, we like it uh, because we know, you know, for those that listen to us, that it really is all about us at the end of the day anyway. And, you know, half the time when people are dating, they're saying, well, you know, we're not really getting any good matches. These apps are shitty there's shitty people on the apps, um, you know, ill, like the single people, they're gross. But 
in reality, what we know is that sort of when you up level, when you get on your game, then you get a whole new type of match as well, right? So anytime that we make an improvement, whether that be physical fitness, whether that be something with appearance, whether that be us increasing our emotional intelligence, something like that, right? All those things are game changers that open up a whole new pool of people. So I'm all about people being proud of singlehood while they're working on themselves. So that's really nice. Um, and then the fifth trend is emotional intelligence over physical attractiveness. So they're saying, I don't know if I believe this, but they're saying that 83% of the singles that were polled in this uh, poll by USA Today said that they're looking more for emotional maturity over physical attractiveness. And that's quite interesting. If it's true, that'll be quite a new trend because a lot of the dating apps, as we know, are made and broken on the fact that you first see pictures of people and after you scroll through, you know, eight of their pictures and make sure that they look consistent on all eight pictures, then you decide to match with them most of the time. If people are being honest here, there's very little time being spent on what the bio is, if anything, right? So I remember having a conversation a couple of weeks ago with um, a friend who's on Tinder and was asking sort of our internal a matchmaking Tinder technique. So I, I shared it with her and it had something to do with the bio. And she says, I mean, who reads the bio? <laughs> so that goes to show that I don't know that we're actually moving toward this idea of more emotional intelligence versus physical attractiveness. But if we are, then that could be a positive thing. Um, so that'll be interesting. And then there's this trend of slow dating and so slow dating is people taking the time to get to know each other and build a connection before deciding they want to pursue a relationship or meet in person. Well, that's kind of, I don't know about that. That's kind of weird because haven't people been doing that all of COVID? So remember when the pandemic first hit, we, we actually were taping um, Max and you sometime after, but when the pandemic first hit, there was this idea that, hey, people are going to get to know each other. They're going to have more time to get to know each other because they can't meet in person because of the COVID restrictions and that they would be spending more time talking, learning about the history of the person, learning about their likes and dislikes, and forming better connections. So people did that. I don't think that's anything that's new. Um, and I don't know that I totally agree with it, right? Because I think if you are going to put yourself out there and you are going to put yourself on a dating app and you're going to spend the time and the energy to swipe and to click and then to move over from in-app uh messaging to text messaging, I think, hell, if the connection's good, if it's seeming like you're going to be meeting in a safe location, et cetera, you might as well just go ahead and meet and figure it out. Because I know as a matchmaker um, that one of the biggest deterrents that people have is that they spend so much time talking, 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 talking via text. And then they make a decision that they want to go out and meet the person, but the person doesn't want to come at that point. Now you've already told all your stories. They've seen the good, the bad, the ugly. You've had no time to see if there's any chemistry or the person feels like this is boring. You know, you've gotten boring now. I don't know if I want to even waste my time to get dressed and go meet you. As harsh as that sounds, that is very much a reality of dating. So I don't know if I'm a huge fan of this idea of slow dating. So there's that. Now, what about those of us who are already in relationships? What the heck should we be doing? What should be the move here? You know, this year, 
I have, uh, you know, made a decision and I said, well, instead of this whole thing where, you know, date nights are the thing, we sort of mapped out a calendar and said, hey, here's where we're going this year, right? Here's our whole travel schedule for the year because for people with kids, you know, it's nice to sort of have adult time where you get away. So being intentional about creating time and space. Um, I saw a couple of people on Instagram make a post that I was really proud of and they were basically saying that, they uh, and their partners decided that this year is the year for travel, that they are going to pick a couple weekends um, of the year, right? And then look at flights and see, you know, the affordable flights, the cool places that they want to go, and they're going to book it. And how cool is that? I mean, this week alone, I must have gotten a couple of emails from, I don't know if it was American Airlines. I know that there was Southwest and they had these, you know, $39 specials for, you know, trips and travel. And wouldn't that be nice for those people who are in relationships to really be able to take the time and get out of their current, you know, element, go somewhere else, embark on an adventure together, bring yourselves closer before going back home and doing it all over again. I think that's really nice. And so, you know, at least for me, something that's kind of big is this idea that, hey, I, and you've got to, and it all depends, right? It all depends on every person's situation, but I'm someone who definitely likes to have a change of scenery. I like to be doing different things. If I'm stuck in the mundane, I'm not the happiest. And so I think it just depends on, you know, what people are doing with their partners. Um, what's another trend? So another idea for the people who are actually in relationships is sort of those of you who are not going out and about because of, you know, whatever reason things going on with COVID, this idea of sort of bringing the date back home, but being intentional about it. So yeah, there's, you know, pizza night and there's brunch at home and there's all these things, but usually those things are right there in the mix of all the other usual tasks that you do at the house, right? So it's not really brunch because you were still, you know, wearing your pajamas, you were still doing all the things that you would normally do around the house, but actually creating the atmosphere of brunch and, you know, putting that on the table and then having a real date brunch right? That's something. Um, so in this area, there's now a trend for picnics, outdoor picnics, indoor picnics. And there are a couple companies who are putting those things together. So that's something I'll be trying soon. So those are just a few of the dating trends that are out there right now and uh, my spin on them. And so, you know, as we are embarking on this new year, for those of you who are single, take it from a former elite matchmaker myself, that the best thing you can do is create your list, Create your list of what you want in a partner. You do your part of being a, as close of a match to that list as possible. And then cast the net, baby. Put it out there. Get on the dating apps. Start going on dates. Start doing things. Connect with friends. See who they know who's single, who could be a good fit for you, and keep it going. Because every time that you jump into the dating pool and then you pull out, you know, that's just like more time before you meet your person. Yes, you might meet them at Whole Foods. Yes, you might meet them at Walmart or Target, but the likelihood of that is smaller. Yes, you may already know them. They may be an old flame. Yes, but the likelihood of that is smaller. So why not start doing the things that allow you to increase the odds of meeting your person? So get on it now. Get out there and start meeting with people. So that's it. 
for this episode of Maxing You. Really excited to have had you here with us today uh, and looking forward to catching you next week as we dive into even more topics about maxing yourself, your relationships, your health and wellness, all that good stuff. And that's it. Bye for now. This was another episode of Maxing You. Keep up with Coach T off the podcast and follow our Instagram at maxing underscore you. Follow us. Want some more of Maxing You? Yeah, I'm lit. Yeah. Visit our site, maxingyou.com.